Welcome, Pathfinders, to Find the Path podcast, actual play of the Mummy's Mask Adventure Path. Woo-hoo. Episode 144. Now with more weird dancing. Everybody do the electric shuffle. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say everybody do the Macarena, but okay. Well, hey, their dance Macarena. does produce electricity. Technically, it's cons- it is the Dance of Ruin is the, the name of the power, but everyone do the Dance of Ruin. No, no, no. It's definitely <laughs> the, like, the anti-dance of ruin to counteract the, it. The electric slide, everybody. Let's go. Gotta <laughs> do thriller. Yeah. Apparently that's the opposite of the dance of ruin. Yeah, so I suppose we are back once again as the doorkeepers of the Duat continue their exploration of the Sightless Sphinx. Part, I don't know. I think you guys have been We've here been for in here a, a while. Solid, it's, it's been a bit. Solid 10 episodes, probably. I don't know. Yeah, it's been I'd a bit. Have, I'd have to look. Well, yeah. you know, big, big dungeon. Yep. I'm curious how long it's going to take, but uh, you guys are making some pretty good headway. So yeah, I would say you guys are, you guys are at the very least a solid 75% probably the way through. Oh, that's higher than I expected. (laughs) You're not bad. Uh, When last we left the party, our heroes, the doorkeepers had now exploring the, I keep wanting to say the east wing, or sorry, the west wing, but it's actually the north wing of the Sightless Sphinx, since it is an eastern-facing Sphinx, as all Sphinxes are. Yeah, the map being rotated for this throws me off so bad. <laughs> oh, every time. Yeah. I, I'm already bad at my cardinal directions in real life, and then you'd go throw in and... Yeah, no. Yeah, our heroes <laughs> had explored the Hall of the Dead, fighting at least a Bodok there, as well as some, well, some cultists of Ereshkigal, before making their way through the Chamber of Ritual Purification. I mean, let's be honest... We didn't fight a Bodok. Lady Sophronia stepped up and wrecked a Bodok. That is true. Yeah, yeah I mostly just moved away from the Bodok. Yeah, I feel like. <laughs> and Masika's like, I have a cat. What do I do? Yep. <laughs> I know, that was amazing. <laughs> the party then made their way to the Altar of Riddles, where they had an opportunity to speak with Lagash and cure him of the madness that had been imparted upon him by. Um, getting a riddle stuck into his brain that he couldn't yeah, get rid of. Yeah, because the others could tell he wasn't exactly 100% on board what was going on. What so, of us. Yeah. Okay. And who solved the first riddle? Who did that? Me. Heather! <laughs> the hater <laughs> of riddles! I know. Solved I was, the first riddle! It's never gonna happen again, y'all. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> it's not. Um, Noted not here, y'all. Attitude. First time, only time. <laughs> we did our good deed for the day and got rid of his... Yeah. Uh, his Ereshkigal insanity. insanity. Yeah. Someone make a note of this here because I actually have an intric- an interesting anecdote to share pertaining towards those riddles for the upcoming uh, after party. So we'll talk about that then there. We've got more pressing things to concern ourselves with right Rick's now. Rick's like, I put in is- easier riddles because I know my players are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've done pretty good with the riddle solving. <laughs> yep. You guys uh, then went back through the Chamber of Ritual ritual purification where you are forced to fight a pair of Gukubu. God, I hate them. I hate them. I hate them. We did a lot better in this round. We did a lot better this time around. (laughs) Speak for yourself. I mostly ran away. (laughs) The uh, the party had a quick bout with the Gukubu in that uh, no one was even cursed by them, which makes me a little disappointed. Aww. Aww, sad times. The heroes And we are so continued. much removed curse. <laughs> yeah, you're so real. You're really good at curses. Yeah. This party is at the very least. I've never cast it, but I have it. Yeah. Rachel can disable device curses. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, so. it's one of my school spells, so it just hangs out, prepared. You then made <laughs> your way a little bit further west from there, deeper into the complex, trailing through a, uh, a short little L-shaped hallway before exiting out into an octagonal-shaped room, simply referred to in the book as The Crossroads, Yikes. as it's an octagonal octagonal-shaped room with four exits and four symbols. eye, shield, and a blank female face with a headdress. Well, that's yes. probably a reshkigal. That's why we went for the shield, because we were like, We were like, armory? it's an armory. Yeah, nope. you came out of the skull door and then decided to go for the shield door. Yep. And uh, opening the shield door, you would actually had entered into the armory. Oh, good. Well, yeah, again, along the wall, there are these wooden dummies that sag underneath the weight of armor that they carry. Eight steel helmets, each carved with an elaborate golden face mask hanging on the eastern wall. The face plates of the helmets are distorted and defaced as if melted by acid or fire. And thick, sickly green vines twine through the room and black feathers litter the floor. A foul stench hangs in the air as if something recently died here. Yeah, now we're hanging out with three three dancing vrocks. You know, yeah, they, they did a little dance as they are all talking to all of you. Hollis made a check to identify them as vrocks, which are a type of demon. Profane champions of the abyss. They embody all the rage, hatred, and violence of that despicable realm. Uh, again, Woo. for some reason, Paizo did a drive-by on vultures here as they say they're as ravenous and grotesquely opportunistic as the scavengers they resemble. Vrocks delight in bloodshed, relishing in the sounds and sensations of ripping, still pulsing entrails from a living husk. Ew. <laughs> Wonderful, yeah. Yeah, pleasant guys. Just to be clear, vultures at least wait until you're dead. Yeah. True. true. They <laughs> true. circle They're and wait. decomposers. It's true. They are part of the natural, uh, the circle of life. However, the most important thing is uh, Hollis got some questions pertaining towards these, including what their special attacks are, which includes their stunning screech, which is terrible, their spores, which is also god-awful and where all these vines are coming from, and possibly most important or most pertinent at that moment, the fact that they possess a dance of death or dance of ruin, where they do a little dance and uh, as they do said dance, they build up electrical power and then send it out as a pulse. They had been mm -hmm. doing said dance while keeping you occupied, having a conversation with you for two rounds of which at which point Hollis went, oh, crap. And I think she was going to start spell casting. Yeah. And I think we're rolling into combat. Yeah, she started hey casting resist energy. So yep. let's go ahead and kick in some combat music. Sirenscape. Uh, you can dance of ruin to it. OK, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's what you're going to say. Electrocute your players. <laughs> Player characters. Yes, the PCs, not the players. Don't let recruit <laughs> your fair. friends. Rick that's, doesn't that's want anybody to know he has us all wired and can press a button to shock the crap out of us. <laughs> <laughs> We're all about the immersion here. Nah. It's only when you try to pull out your phones. <laughs> point it's out, true. the mine's on the shelf in the back there. <laughs> I'll point out we're in front of computers. Who needs a phone? That's, that's fair. That's, that's very true, fair. too. Because you can just link your phone to your computer. Oh, I guess you that's true. I didn't. People. <laughs> You people and your technology and everything. I mean, we say as we're using like Roll20 and a bunch of like advanced recording software. So oh, for right. their dancing, do, does it have to be three of them to do the dance or is it just however many are there? The short answer is any Vrock can do the dance. Mm. It increases in power as more Vrocks join it. The long answer right. is, which is probably more pertinent to why you're asking this, is the dance immediately ends and must be started anew if any of the participating Vrocks is slain, stunned, or otherwise prevented from dancing. 
Which <laughs> so I think Sudi was, goes on them. I think was the source of your question there. Okay, I guess the question also is, would it work if I trip them? Because they technically can't dance while they're on the ground, right? Uh, I imagine they could do a little break dance move and probably oh continue gosh. to participate. <laughs> okay, fine, yeah. fine. They, got, I'll just they got stun moves, them. Jordan. They got moves. You know what? I yes. tried. You knock one to the ground, it starts doing the worm, and then they still electrocute all, all right. of you. Well, I, okay, fine. Stun, stun. Fine. Stun, stun. They would all right, do the worm so let's too. go ahead and get some initiative from the party. I'm going to continue my trend of horrible initiatives. Yeah, all this is going to be well. ready. Probably not helpful. Yeah, yeah is ready. Well. So, Jessica, what do we get for Hollis? Hollis rolls a 19 for a 26. There hey. you go. That is a fast wizard. Yep, she's she's pretty quick. Well, she she was going for it, like, immediately after recognizing She has her. improved initiative, too, so she she's fast. Oh, there you go. Hey-o. Two T-O-O, not T-W-O, in case anyone thought that there was an improved initiative two feet, which would be pretty cool. Greater initiative. Greater. Greater, greater, greater initiative. initiative. <laughs> I mean, I take it. That sounds rad. Plus eight to your initiative. Always go first. I can't remember, but if I recall correctly, the mythic improved initiative is ridiculous. Ooh. I'd imagine so, because it's mythic. Jordan, what do we get for Sudi? All right, Sudi roll day six for a nine. Ow. I'll see you all at the end of the fight. Heather, what about Masika? Masika rolls a 17, which gets her a 20. It's not bad. Rach, what do we get for Citra? Citra rolled a four and yet somehow still got a 10 and beat out Sudi. Yep. You have a much higher, uh, is, it's not dex. Do you have improved initiative? Like what? what it, no, why are you I have from? a plus six dex. Oh, okay. Well, I only have a plus three dex, so. Yeah. You're faster. Unless so you're Fronia doing your monkey also things. rocking that improved initiative. That's problematic. No, no, Sophronia. Oh, Sophronia. Okay, that's not problematic. Rush. That's yeah, good. She's on no, our that's side. Good. That's a good thing. <laughs> Ghosts are yeah, friends. Not I'll give food. it to you. The Vrocks also rocking that improved initiative. Ah. <laughs> Almost all monsters have a mute improved initiative. They're probably dexterous. They got to dance and they look good dancing. doing it. So combat begins. All of you are standing just inside of the doorway inside of this armory. Again, the armor racks across from you, almost collapsing under their own decrepit weight. The, the trio of rocks ahead of you dancing in the uh, the far side of the room where the room opens up a little bit. Where you are right now, the room's about 40 feet across, although it's about 70 feet in length and kind of curves around the outside of that octagonal-shaped room and opens up on one side. So on your side, it's about 40 feet across, but on their side, it's about 60. Combat begins. Hollis Starkweather, you have first initiative. Murder them. They're doing a little jig at you. I know, Hollis is like, I, I have one spell of each type of save, and I'm like, which spell? <laughs> Which you kind of look over at Sudi and all weakest. of Sudi's hair is starting to steadily poof up as the static <laughs> electricity of this room begins to build. All right. Hollis is going to go out on a limb and just imagine that this Glabrazoo we face in a bit is probably going to have a pretty good will save. And so she's going to cast Dismissal on the closest rock. So it needs I mean, to make a work. will save. Let's see what I got. So I roll well. Boo. Even rolling well, that's still only a 22. That is exactly on the nose. Oh! There's nothing you have that... No bonuses. (laughs) She doesn't have spell focus, whatever that is. I wish I was an oracle with a misfortune. Mystery ability. 
Uh, I thought for certain I just lost the rock, so that was uh, surprising. Boo. Yeah, so you chant and tone you gesture out with a hand. The Vrock's form flickers for a moment before it continues its little electric shuffle off towards the side. Crud. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Yep. Hollis, you have a move action remaining. Hollis steps out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Brave move, brave move. I'll be back, but uh, they're going to electrify us, so I'm going to, you know, skedaddle. I'm going to take like a, I don't know, like 20 feet out of the room. What? <laughs> just going to walk back into the big octagonal chamber for a bit. Goodness. I'll be back. Yeah, it doesn't specify, so I'm going to assume that it's a burst, not a spread. Okay. Which means that technically, if you decided to duck just around, like, next to Lady Sephardi, just step out of the door and press yourself against the wall, you'd have full cover from the source of the effect. Okay. So, unlike a fireball, it doesn't spread around corners. Sweet. Okay. I hide. (laughs) Hollis tips her hat and hides. I was going to resist energy Sudi, but then I thought maybe I'd just get rid of one, but then it didn't work out. Eh, uh, you know, it was worth okay. a shot. So, oh, excuse me, Paulus me. Uh, tries to dismiss it, goes, well, that didn't work. And then I suppose yells skedaddle to the group and then rushes out of the room and <laughs> dives behind the door frame or the door jam there. Masika of the Beckon. Uh, I'm going to flame strike the Brock in the front. <laughs> nice. Um, nice. So Can't you flame strike two of them if you want to? Yeah, it's a ten foot radius. Can I get two of them? You can get two of them because they're get two. You can get all three. Other, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's you're not right. a ten foot cube, it's a ten foot yeah, radius. Yeah, ten foot so radius. It spreads out. Okay. Alright, so I will blast them. They get right. a reflex save. Do they have spell resistance? Uh, that's a good point because I should have had Hollis roll for that earlier. They do in fact have spell resistance. I mean it doesn't super matter, but not anymore. <laughs> All right. So I'll need you to roll to overcome their spell resistance. So I roll a 14, which gets me a 26. A 26 will succeed. They need to make reflex saves. A little better at this one. 26, 26, and 15. The 15 fails, the other two pass. Okay, so reflex they're good at. Will they're bad at. (laughs) Probably have decent fortitude. Like on one hand, they're scrawny birdmen. On the other hand, vultures actually are pretty fortuitous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. well, it's Indeed. also like if they have like diseases and stuff, they usually have pretty good fort saves. Sure. It's not really a disease so much as they have dander that burrows into your skin and grows vines. Ugh. <laughs> All right, so I roll stupidly well and do 53 points of damage. Holy Ooh. cow, good job. Nice. Oh, dang. Uh, half of it is fire damage and the other half is divine Ah, flame strike, so good. It's one of the best spells ever. Honestly. When in a jam, summon a column of divine fire. Very well. Yep, so the column comes down one of them, the the one to your the furthest to your right as you uh, are viewing all three of them arranged ahead of you, takes the blast full on. The other two manage to mostly get out of the way. It does sear all of them, although you can tell that the half of it that is fire is not affecting them to the full degree. All right, well, uh, I, I did my part. Wait for me, Hollis. <laughs> <laughs> Great, this just, is my favorite. just leave it to the two of us. To uh, uh, evasion. Yeah, we do not. Also, hey, Narmer. We can still fail. Narmer is vulnerable to electricity also, which yeah. they're about to blast the crap out of. So Masika. Is he going to get in the back? Yeah, Masika runs around and hides behind Hollis, beside Hollis and tells Narmer to get in the bag. Okay. Nice. 
<laughs> Don't do anything corn until I come back. <laughs> no, you got to do a lot of cool stuff. <laughs> There's then just this, you know, from Masika behind you, you just hear the zipper. I don't think it actually has a zipper, but no, <laughs> I don't no, think you've zipper technology for a long yet, time. But. I mean, I don't know. Maybe someone in Galarian invented zippers way more. I mean, than if the I can make world. a if I can make a clockwork construct, I think Basika could figure out a zipper. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so no one's ever tried in Galarian. Zippers exist. <laughs> Why not? Of course they do. I mean, waterproof bags exist. I, I mean, imagine that's got to have. Some I'm kind sure of, like, someone, someone secure. out there listening to this will find a picture of official Paizo art that has somebody with a zipper, and yeah. we'll send it. To I would us. like to see this. <laughs> <laughs> At the very least, Masika has figured out how zippers work, so Narmer can be 100% sealed in his, you know, pocket of the bag of, <laughs> of the haversack. So nice. Yes, it's but Masika blasts them and runs away. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So you two just sufficiently angered these things with Sudi and I still in the room. <laughs> You're welcome. Speaking of in the room, Sophronia flies into the room as she spins hey. her blade and closes on these guys. 25 feet as she moves up towards the closest one. She only has two smites left for the day. Save one so, for the bad guy. Yeah, she's not going to burn one here just in case you need it soon. Instead, she's just going to heft her blade and swing. Nice. It's a natural one. Moving uh, on. Ow. Yeah, so she charges her way forward, probably a little distracted as she closes on this thing as arcs of electricity from these dancing rocks begin sparking off of her plate mail. She closes in on her targets. Speaking of the rocks, uh, all three of the rocks will use a four-round action to continue their dance, finishing bah. their dance of ruin. Bah. Ruin. I will need a reflex save from Sudi, Citra, and Sophronia. Honestly, Sudi and Citra are probably the best people to have in that room at that yeah. point. Yeah, exactly. I was like, you oh, have yeah. evasion. Yeah. They have evasion. <laughs> I'm going to hang out over here with my no evasion having self. All right. I've got, I roll a 13 for a 25. I roll a 10 for a 26. See, they're fine. Sophronia rolls a 12 Uh oh. for a 22 because Paladins Yay. have ridiculous saves. Yay. <laughs> and also, she's only going to take half because it's not a force effects. Yep, so Sudi and Citra both managed to, despite the fact that they have not gone and are flat-footed, evade for nothing as they flip backwards. <laughs> this rolling we do, we arc do like of a electricity. cool slow-mo, like, twist to the yeah, side, like, twist. you know, parallel to the you. ground. Like, the blast comes past us, and then we land, and we're like, yep, oh, Some gosh. of it's a twist. Some of it's, like, Citra brings up her other kukri, and the electricity sparks the off lightning. the electricity yeah. with her own blade and just kind of absorbs into it further. Oh, that's so cool. Nice. Yeah, little holes start burning through, like, Sudi's cloak as he drops back and out of the way as little arcs of electricity start searing everywhere. And in the hallway, Hollis and Masika are like, that's why we're not in there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The tallest and shortest member of the party, high five. Yeah. Yeah. How tall is Hollis? It's a high five for Masika. It's a low five for Hollis. Hollis is Uh. (laughs) 6'2". Yeah, Masika's 4'11". Yeah, you're, like, more than a foot shorter than me. (laughs) It's All right, so that is 36 points of damage. So halved because she made her check would be 18 points of damage. Halved because it's from a corporeal source would be <laughs> nine points of damage to Lady Sophronia. Cool. Yep. She's good. <laughs> Bet y'all thought that dance would do more. I yelled. 127 hit points to go. <laughs> 
And that was their full round action. Yep. So the that's it. This is a ghost. Yeah. So they'll hold off. They've got some free action stuff that they can do, but they'll hold off on that. Citra and Nahamra. Citra is going to vanish. Nice. Nice. And then uh, move 30 feet forward to the one that's mostly injured already. All right. So the because one on Sudi the right will that smack it, and you can stab it. Yeah, Sudi exactly. will smack it, and you can get an opportunist strike. Well, I got to go for a different one. So, Citra, you begin making your way forward. Uh, you would, uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and give it to you even without making a sense motive. You note that they it seems to be vaguely following your direction, not as if it can see you, so much as you are bringing a light source, which is, like, illuminating as this glowing light starts oh. coming towards it. Well, shoot, I'd probably turn off my light. That's a standard action. Drop it. Drop it on the ground. It's a move action to retrieve it. <laughs> or to take it off of your neck. Sudikantar. Okie dokie. So these guys are large sized, which means when I run in, they're going to get an attack of opportunity. But they are exactly 25 feet away for the closest rock. So I'm going to go in there and do a little acrobatics to get in there without provoking. All right. Uh, at the very least, you're going to try. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mostly, mostly it's going to be trying. Here we go. Uh, I've got a plus 17 before I roll. I rolled a two. Oh, no. 19. <laughs> Don't think that's gonna you said cut plus it. 17. I'm like, that's doable. I know, I know, but my dice locks say no. <laughs> However, unfortunately, Sudi, you do provoke as you close in yeah, on I your do. target. Unfortunately, I've gotten big twice or else I'd have done that. Lash out at you. Later uh, on, Citra's gonna be like, I told you you should do morning calisthenics with me. I too roll two. Woo! I do not believe a 15 was going to hit you. Or sorry, no, uh, 17 not. is gonna hit you. It's not. All right. Okay, well, so then I've moved up to this fella um, or lady. I don't remember. If, are they ladies or gentlemen? They're demons. Gentlemen. So all right. Well, I, I introduced this gentleman to my fist. All Here right. Here we go. You launch forward, leap up to the attack, swing out with your fist. I roll a five for Jordan. a 21. Jordan. Dude. Different dice, Jordan. Dude. A 21 will not strike your target as you rush forward, attempt to tumble. This thing lashes out with its claws. You barely leap over this or do a front flip as you leap up into the air and try to do a hill drop into this thing's head. Unaware of, of course, like its long vulture-like neck quickly darts back out of reach as this thing is a... Uh, it's gangly and very lithe. Dang it. He's wiry. <laughs> it brings us back around to the top, Hollis Starkweather. All right, Hollis is going to step back into the room, evaluate okay. her situation... I don't, what were their, uh, I don't remember their electricity or their. They uh, are immune to electricity stuff. and poison. They are resistant to acid, cold, and fire. They're hardy. So they're, they're immune like, to electricity and they're resistant to everything except for Sonic. Don't have that today. All right. Um, Hollis is going to pull her little bone fetish out and cast Bone Shaker on the one next to Citra. Uh, I will need a fortitude save. All right. Does it allow for spell resistance? Oh, yeah, of course. Not a great roll. Let's see. 13. You still maintain that elven uh, bonus to overcome spell resistance? Yep. And I have uh, spell penetration. So that's a 29 total. Oh, yeah. Ooh. 29 will definitely succeed. Cool. cool. It kind of makes sense. Hollis is a planar scholar, so I'm sure she's like, I know a lot of things that have spell resistance out there. Yeah, I'll probably pick up greater spell penetration soon, but I only have the regular one now. It's probably nothing that offends a cleric of Neth a cleric or follower of Nethis more than not 
overcoming something spell resistance. <laughs> you mean you're you resistant failed. to magic? That offends me on a fundamental level. It probably does. How dare. <laughs> you know? Fair. How Fair. dare you? you? How dare. Spit in the face of Nethus. Anyway, fortitude save. <laughs> As I rattle right. my little bone fetish at them. Uh, we're looking at a 26. Yeah, that's going to pass. So... And was this uh, the one that Sudi's facing off, the one that Citra's rushing towards, or uh, the one that's alone? All right. But it does still take a lot of damage. You are still wiggling its bones. Well, this makes it continue a little jig. <laughs> no electricity on this one, though. Yep, I'm uh, rattling its bone around in its body. Well, it's bones. It's multiple bones around inside of its, its, <laughs> meat, sc- its meat flesh. I choose you're one bone. You're not just bone. picking one. I mean, go for the femur if you're going to. I was going to say, in the case of a vulture, go for well, the I beak. guess it's... Are, I think, are beaks bone or are they cartilage? Yeah, that's Be- a good question. Beaks, I, I think, are made out of the same stuff our fingernails and stuff are made out of. So, oh. uh, uh, like yeah. um, like rhinos horns and things like that. I don't know. 25 C. points of rattling around in your body uh, damage. All right. Shake it violently. You want to dance, son? <laughs> it does a little jig. Where are you, Asuma Sika? All right, Masika's out of attack spells that are not lightning based. Mm. <laughs> That's she has unfortunate. a theme. Did we know if they had damage reduction? I can't remember. Yes. We didn't know how much. We didn't have that question. Yeah, we don't know how much. All right, well, Masika's got a really good armor class, and her bow is uh, not magic. <laughs> oh, boy. Hollis is like, oh, okay. Kind of double move. She'll move 30 feet into the room. Um, okay. And draw her mace as she moves, because seriously, I don't really have much I can do to these guys. All right. So Masika rushes into the room, bringing us to Lady Sophronia, who will go ahead and full out attack. She is right here. That's an improvement. So that's a 33, which will hit. Follows that up with a 33, which will hit. Nice. Follows that up with 33 is impossible on this. Uh, 25, which will also hit, though. Hey, there we go. Uh. Huh? Huh? Uh, so she hits three times, inflicting no damage, one point of damage, and then no damage as her weapon just begins to rebound uh, off of this good. thing. Well, that's unfortunate. Uh, Must have yeah. like DR10 then. She pauses and has a plan, but that plan's going to take another round to implement. Hmm. So from Sophronia, we go to the Vrox. Woot. Yeah, right, they each have their own separate plans now, so... Uh-oh. They're no longer as one. All right, so the first one is just going to take a deep breath in and then screech. Yeah, of course Woo. it is. Great. So rushes forward, stops off towards the, uh, the far side of the room, takes in a deep breath, and then screeches. A shrill, ear-piercing screech. I will need a fortitude save from Sudi, Masika, and Hollis. Citra's out of range. Oh, good. He doesn't know where you are, so he's more focused All on right, getting we'll see. I mean, it's not like I haven't been deaf before. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hollis? Hollis rolls a 10 for a 17. All right, Sudi? Sudi's got an 18 for a 31. All right, Masika? Masika rolls a 2 for a 10. Oh, God. There's an ear-piercing screech. Masika and Hollis, you both fear, feel this pain shoot through your ears. You know, Sudi, you kind of like, you tuck both of your ears down and then clamp your, your hands over your ears, continuing to like kick at this rock to keep it occupied while you try to protect yourself. 
Sophronia seems to not notice the screaming. <sighs> Masika and Hollis, like both of you feel this, your eardrums don't rupture, but you're immediately hit with this vertigo and feel this blood pouring around your hands as both of you are stunned. Great. These guys suck. Not deaf, though. It's it's going to be up to Citra and Sudi yeah. to, to wail on them. Y'all, I got two disintegrates I'm holding. <laughs> I was holding them for bad Well, hold them for the Glabber, Glabber Zoo if we can. But I have lots of stuff, so we'll see if I get unstunned. I mean, Hollis is either stunned or deaf or blind, so, I mean, this is just normal now. <laughs> so the second one will first off use a free action as spores explode out. This cloud of spores surrounds it. I will need Sudi to go ahead. Never mind. There's no save. What? I don't. I don't like that. Are you immune to disease? Uh, yeah, as a monk. Okay. The spores are technically a disease. Oh well, then it doesn't matter. So technically, they begin to try to burrow in, and they don't do anything to you. So yeah, yeah. the and the paladin is both immune to disease and <laughs> dead. Yeah. So Sudi's just over there going. <laughs> the, the spores are all like, what is this like vapor we're going through? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that was its free action. Oh, dang. Um, yep. Essentially, it just shakes a little bit. Yep. Yeah. Gross. It thin. It needs some yes. uh, head and shoulders. Uh, following doing the little shake thing to send the spores off of it, it concentrates for a moment. Its form flickers, and there are nine of them. Oh, come mm. on. As they continue to do a little <laughs> jig back and forth. Ooh, I, I can actually help with that. I can pop mirror images. There we go. Yeah, there go. Oh, we're stunned. Yeah, get in here and start throwing rocks at these mirror images. Masika's like, yay, I'm helping. <laughs> Gosh, that's really annoying because that's going to really mess my day up. It is the best defense against monks. It is such a good defense against monks. <laughs> and then the other one will does a little there jig. nine of them. A little dance, 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 dance. Uh, there are now six of them as that its form shifts. God. I hate it. And the room is suddenly full of vulture men. I hate it. Citra, glancing back over your shoulder, you can see uh, Sudi and Sophronia are doing well. You kind of step off to the side as you're just outside of base-to-base contact with the one that just sheds spores everywhere. But there's still like this cloud of spores gently drifting through the air next to you. Glancing over your shoulder, you can see that Hollis is stumbled back, grabbed onto the doorframe. Masika has just kind of stagger stopped the clattering sound of her uh, mace falling from her numbed fingertips and bouncing off the floor. And she just kind of takes both hands off her weapons and just grabs onto her ears. Yeah, because uh, I don't want to risk not injuring these things. So I am going to move the 30 feet toward the one uh, closest to Hollis and Masika. The non-mirror imaged one? Yes. All right. Yeah, you can get to the corner as you rush back by, kind of just slide under uh, Sophronia dart past Sudi as Sudi just feels this feels the motion of something go past them and sees the kind of cloud of spores disturbed and just goes I'm gonna hope that Citra and this guy didn't summon an invisible friend <laughs> <laughs> alright then I'm going to attack him alright they are immune to electricity so don't roll that damage don't worry about it of course rolled a net one oh, oh my god you gotta be kidding me so yeah. you leap to the attack uh, spin your blade swing it out at it. The creature, it's not even necessarily your fault as the thing just kind of finishes doing it. Shriek smiles as much as a vulture can smile in the direction of Masika and Hollis and just takes a half step forward just as you're going for your stab and you just slice past it before popping back into uh, yep. sight right next to it as it kind of pauses from its... Uh, you've at least interposed yourself somewhat between it and the casters who are standing there stunned. Sudikantar. Yeah, great. Um, 
there are uh, 15 total frocks that you see directly ahead of you between the two so, of them. Sydney just kind of goggles at this and just goes, what the vrock? And then just starts <laughs> punching. <laughs> We've I dropped our full... oh, status. Let's see, yeah, well, yeah, we, we, it's now what the vrock just for the sake of this fight. Um, I'm Why just not? to uh, both. <laughs> yeah, right now. Um, all right, let's see. I'm sitting on my key pool here. Okay, I am going to flurry of blows with an extra point for my key pool. Yeah, the key pool is getting pop. low. Uh, it's getting a little low, but I want to pop as many of these images as I can on this guy. Um, all right. Two. Here we go. All right, the first one is a seven, which is a 23. Pops an image. The second one is a um, 22. Pops an image. That is an eight for a nineteen. That misses, but misses by misses by five or less. So does pop an image. All right, and then my extra key attack. There it is, finally money. Um, okay, so that is an eighteen for a thirty-four. A thirty-four will hit your target, and you feel physical resistance oh, as you slam you. through three of them before it's just alive, elbowing Sydney. back and cracking something. Yep. All right. Um, I think I had to declare a stunning fist before I actually did it. Oh. So yes. Um, yep. So let me just roll my damages. It's a gamble right now to declare stunning fist. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. That's why I didn't do it. Um, so it's uh, six on the die for twelve points of damage. Are these creatures chaotic? They are demons. <laughs> demons hey, are chaotic. Uh, with an additional eight, so that is 20 points of damage to them. Ouch. You feel a lot of resistance as you hit it, but you still I will use it. a swift action to switch into pummeling style um, in order to pummel them in a world where they don't have 100 images. <laughs> I mean, you went from seeing nine rocks ahead of you to now only seeing six, so it's an improvement. Hey, improvement. Only 12 rocks ahead of you in total. From Sudi, Hollis, you're stunned. Masika, you're stunned. Lady Sophronia. It's a tough choice here. So you got quiet there, and we're like, we're not Lady Sophronia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but she's seen how Sudi I'm fights, no and Sudi's, Sudi's pretty good, and also has like the power of law on his side. But, alright, so Sophronia will go ahead and use her divine bond to bless her weapon and turn her longsword into a plus one keen holy ghost touch longsword. Nice. Nice. Yep. Well, I was kind of fighting or arguing with myself over she actually has the bless weapon spell also, which means that she could bless one of Citra's kukuris to give her a sneak attack, but Citra's way over there. Yeah. And she'd have to move 10 feet provoke an attack of opportunity spell cast. So, yeah. Her sword bursts into holy light. The creature kind of nervously glances over towards the paladin. Like, oh crap, she's a paladin. <laughs> and now it knows that Sudi's got something with his fists too that make him extra hurty. Yep, extra although hurt. he can still kind of bank on his damage reduction. He's unaware that you have pummeling style, so. Yep. Well, he's and, also got mirror images for days. Yeah, not going to worry as much about the uh, Sophronia yet because of mirror image. So yeah, Sophronia's weapon bursts into holy light, bringing us to the Vrocks. The first rock will turn its attention down towards Citra, and before it does anything else, because they're unpleasant little creatures. Yep. Uh, it focuses before there are now seven of it. 
Hate. Yep. Yeah, Great I had a hate. plan for that, but then I was stunned, so I couldn't, like, do it. Do the thing. So that's its standard action. So to go ahead and use a free action to uh, shake its shoulders and send spores flying off everywhere and burrowing into Citra. And you have no defense. For no. six points of damage as they begin to burrow in oh. these small spurs just kind of sticking into your skin before burrowing down and immediately beginning to sprout this thick green vines that start to grow out of your exposed skin. Ew. Gross. Uh, Hollis is aware that the spores can be destroyed by casting Bless on the affected creature or by sprinkling, sprinkling them with holy water. Which I do have some holy water, so. Yep. Because uh, we don't have any <laughs> Well, these things also damage you for a minute. Ow. This is round one. Actually, they damage you for a minute after the first round, so. 11 rounds. That's it for that one. The second one facing off against Sudi and Sophronia. Yeah, it'll go ahead and full out attack. Turning its attention down towards Sudi. Great. All right. So just tell me which of these hit. Okay. So 28. No. 29. Uh, on the nose. 30. Yes. Natural one. And 30. Yes. So it sounds like the second one, the third one, and then the fifth one. Yeah, that's a lot of attacks, y'all. So one claw, one bite, one talon hit. Oh, boy. So 14 points of damage from the claw. Ow. The claw. Eight points of damage from the bite. And 11 points of damage from the talon. From that rock, we go to the other one, who screeches. I will need a fortitude save from the party. Oi. Screech. Uh-oh. I roll a 15 for a 22. <laughs> 22. Uh, I roll a 9 for a 22. 22. I roll a... 12 for a 20. You roll a 10 for a 20. <laughs> okay. You guys are really banking on whether or not 22 or 20 is going to work for this, apparently. We're not banking. Yes. That's what we roll, <laughs> you weirdo. <laughs> the answer to that is Hollis, you are no longer stunned. Masika, you are stunned. Citra, you are stunned. Oh, well, thank God no. I'm not stunned because I got a plan. <laughs> well, good for you. Jeez. So, yeah. Again, Masika, you just, you're recovering from this first one and this second one just screams. Citra, you're kind day. of ready for it coming from this one and then you hear this deafening scream from behind you of what you were completely unprepared for. So, Citra, you are stunned. Sudikantar. Oh, Again, right. you don't, like, I think Citra's on your blind side, so you're, you know, not yes. even really paying that much attention to her, but you do, your ear kind of cocks over as you do hear the clattering sound of her blades hitting the floor. Blade, I only had the one ounce. Of her blade hitting blade. the floor. and Uh, crud. Um, okay. Small tinnitus ringing coming from Sudi's ears as he had one pointed in each direction. Yeah, there is not any good options. I'm going to have to just full out attack this rock in front of me and hope Citra's all right. All right, full out attack this fool. Um, Here we go. All right. All right, that's a four for a 20. 20 will pop an image. That is an 11 for a 27. 27 will connect with your target as hey. you spin and kick out after elbowing through the first one. Launching back around as you sweep your leg out before slamming into the trunk of this thing. Uh, so that is 22 points of damage. Get it, Sudi. Get it. Damage yeah. re reduction applies to this first hit. Okay. You still damage him, but. Yep, last okay. hit. Uh, that is a 17 for a 28. Nope. As you spun back around, you lost track of him and slammed through another image. Uh, 
At least I'm getting rid of the images. I'd help if I'm ever not stunned. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> there are four Vrocks ahead of you, so Ugh. one's real and three are still images. Such many Vrocks. Yeah, I'm going to take a five-foot step over to uh, be kind of back-to-back with Citra. All right, so you slide over, do what you can to protect Citra. Hollis Stark with her. All right. Hollis is going to step into the middle of the room. All right. And then... Notably out of threat range. (laughs) Yes. Then she's going to cast a wall of fire in a circle around the party with the fire facing out. I can do up to a 30-foot radius. If it hits a wall, I don't really care. All right. So you're going to make a ring of fire around the party. And I know that fire is not the best thing to use on them, but it's not my highest level of spell and it doesn't care about mirror image and it'll just hang out and mess with them. So that's something. So I can still be helpful if I uh, get stunned. It does allow for spell resistance. So I'll have to roll that. Okay. So yeah, you make a, uh, no, no, that's only 20 feet at that point. It's 40 feet across. So 20 foot Mm -hmm. radius ring of fire shoots up, surrounds Citra. Sudi catches two of them in the radius of it. And faces out. Um, Okay, so it does spell resistance, so I'm going to roll spell resistance. I rolled not great on this first one, so 5, 17, 21. A 21 will overcome your target spell resistance. Hey, there you go. All right, that's a 10, so 26 on the second one. Oh, and the third 26 one. 26 well, will succeed for the second one. Uh, you go ahead and roll for the third one because it's going to be taking the radius damage from the fire coming off of it. All right. Well, that's a 19 on the die. So that's like a 20, 31, 35. So let's see. That's five plus caster level. 17 points of fire damage to the ones that are in the wall. Okay. And then a D4 points of damage. No, 2D4 points of damage to creatures within 10 feet. Is that even going to get through their... Re- Resistance? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, it's only three. So, yeah, you think that it's damaged the two inside of the wall. Uh, the other one, since it is a uh, opaque sheet of flame, you actually can't even see whether or not you're damaging the other one. As it's just like, it's on the other side of this violet wall of fire that you brought up well, around you. Know, you. <laughs> it can't see us either, so it can't target us with a spell. So that's something. It's going to start sure. a dance of rune and then just start messing with us. That's what I would do. (laughs) And that's my turn. I wall of fire and I stand here. Well, I moved, I guess. Masika, you're stunned. Rude. Brings us to Lady Sophronia, who has a highly enchanted weapon now and still is in base-to-base contact with the quarter of this Vrock that is not in a wall of fire. Yep, just attack that shin. So, yeah, she'll (laughs) dive into the attack. Come on, start popping images. Yep, we'll see what happens. There are only four of them left, so... Well, her first attack's a perfect 20, which pops one of the images. Oh! Her second attack is a 17, plus her 15 is a 32, and hits her target. And since she keened her weapon, that 17 is now a threat. Hey! And follows that up with a 28 to confirm her critical hit. Should actually damage him now. To start with, 20, 27 points of regular damage, and 5 points of holy damage for 32 points of damage, bypassing Whoa. its damage reduction as her blade Ow. slams into this nice. thing. Nice. It recoils and screams with a hit as she spins back around and swings a third time, uh, missing her target, 
although missing it by five or less, popping an additional image, leaving just the original and one image remaining. Progress. Slowly but surely. Yeah. And yeah, she's just going to have to hold her ground there. From there, we go to the Vrocks. It's a 20-foot high sheet of flame, which means it reaches the ceiling. Haha. No. He disappears on the other side of the wall of flame. Boo! The second one that has the multiple images is also going to take a five-foot step back. Would you like to step up through the flame, Sudi? No. It then screams, I will need a fortitude save from the party. <laughs> It'll protect us if we're all stunned. It's that the cheat does nothing against the screech. Well, no, it doesn't. I roll an 18 no, for an one since I'm stunned. Uh, yes, because you actually become unstunned at the beginning of its turn. Oh. Uh, okay. I roll an 18 for a 25. Okay. I roll a nat one for a 14. Masika okay. does not roll a 14, so she's just stunned again. Oh. Ouch. Uh, I rolled a 14 for a 24. Citra, you have recovered. Sudi, you are stunned as, again, just catches you completely off guard as you suddenly kind of let down your guard as you're like, okay, Sophronia's, it's, there's only two of them left. I'm going to get through this round. And then scream. Ugh. As Sudi stumbles back from that. The last one, none of you can see it, but then suddenly there is a pop as the ah. other six frocks pop into the ring of fire. Um, oh, like, ah, you had to use your wow. spells. <laughs> well, crud. All right. Fine. But that was also its standard action as it just yeah. kind of pops into the center of here and then gets ready to bear in, not realizing that it's possibly made a fatal mistake. Oh, the rogue's going to have an easy time flanking. Citra uh -huh. Nahamra. <laughs> Except for Citra, can I? You're going to have to pick up one of your kookeries too. I have to draw. I just have to pull one. Uh, I will pull and ready to strike when Sophronia steps into the flank. So Citra pulls her offhand kukri. Not that worried about the fact that it doesn't do electricity damage since meh. Yeah, because I usually only have the one out while we're exploring just in case I need my other hand for stuff. So I hadn't actually gotten a chance to draw the second one yet. So works out this time. Yep. Sudi, you are stunned. Yep. Citra, you do take one point of spore damage as wow. the spores continue to grow. Hollis Starkweather. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> yeah, you. I was going to do Okay, you're formulating. And now my thing is different than what I was going to do. <laughs> Pull out a dagger so you can at least threaten. <laughs> Hollis looks up. It's like, we're not trapped in here with you. You're trapped in here with us. Hollis is going to reach into her handy haversack. All Pull right. Out. You're retrieving a stored item that will provoke an attack of opportunity. Well, anything I do is going to do that. So, I mean, it well, can... pretty much. I mean, except for casting on the offensive. Nope. Don't want to spell cast. It's very. Oh, wait, it's right next to me. Wait, how many of them are there? There's like seven Six. of them. Six. Okay. It can try Six to hit of me. them. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you reach into your pack. It spins and swings out a claw at you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 23 to hit. I mean, yeah, that hits. I won't lose a spell because I'm not spell casting. So it's fine. That's true. Clawing Hollis for 13 points of damage. Ow. Okay. As these three talons rake across your shoulder as you begin to reach back into your pack. All right. I pull out my elemental gem. Oh, yeah. okay. And uh, this is the part that I'm not sure about, but uh, it says crushed, smashed, or broken. Can I throw it through the wall of fire? What? There's two of of these things outside that wall of fire, and I'm going to scare them into attacking us through the fire. We're not having to go through this fire. I mean, yeah, if you want to. Okay. 
I throw my oh, elemental gem through the fire to break it, and a large-sized water elemental appears, and I just yell for it to kill the rock slash vulture horrible monsters. Please, thank you. Hopefully it's up on its uh, terminology for things and doesn't just go, I don't know what that means, man. It's under the control of the creature that broke the gem, so I mean. It's true. At, uh, like cardinal direction-wise, which direction are you throwing it? Uh, you know, I'm going to throw it uh, behind Sudi and Citra is where I'm kind of throwing it. Okay, so I'll move it back to the wall because that's probably where it's going to shatter. Yeah, that's fine. Can it attack on its on impact or? Um, I'm assuming it says that it summons it, correct? A, as a standard action, a large elemental appears as if summoned by a summon nature's ally spell. Here's where you designate an X immediately on your turn. Oh, sweet. Uh, cool. Then I'm going to have it. Um, I told it to attack the bird creature, so I imagine it's going to attack the closest bird creature. Okay. Let me roll some stuff for my friend here. He has two slam attacks. He has some stuff that's only good in water. So. Yeah. He has power attack. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, he takes a minus one penalty since they're not touching water or attack rolls. If the opponent or the elemental is touching the ground, the elemental takes a minus four penalty on attack and damage rolls. Ah, oh, bummer. So he wow, takes you penalties. Did, you did not think that through when you bought the water elemental. I didn't buy it. We found it. Oh, did we find that? Yeah, I've just had this guy. I didn't oh. buy this. <laughs> I, well, then I was mind. only very, I was only aware of that because I very recently had to run that shaitan and the whole like someone swimming in the water thing and all the rest of that crap. And I was like, oh yeah, elemental mastery. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, yeah, he's uh, not going to power attack at first, I suppose. And he is okay. instead just going to slam at this rock with a minus four. He rolls a 14 plus eight because he has a 12 normally. So that's a 22 to hit. A 22 will pop this frock's last image. Sweet, hey. one more attack because he gets two slams. And he does get two slams. All right, that's a real bad roll though because I rolled a six plus eight is 14. A 14 will not strike your target, however. You know, he's, he's doing his best. Popping an image is pretty useful still. That's an attack somebody else doesn't have to lose. Also, one second, he was just chilling in the elemental plane of water, and now there's, like, dry stuff, and... I'm in a desert? <laughs> Why? <laughs> uh, so don't forget to do your fire damage to everyone, including the water elemental. Because oh, it okay. is within 15 feet of the front of this, so I think it's a piddling, like, D4, D4 or, something. or something like that. Okay, so 2d4 to the Vrocks, and then 1d4 to the Water Elemental. So 8 to the Vrock. Do you want me to roll each Vrock? Uh, you can just roll them together. Okay, 8 for the Vrocks, and then 3 for my Elemental friend. Okay, and sorry, I think I think the first time that you did this, I thought you said 2d6, not 2d4. Uh, 2d4 cannot do enough damage to overcome their fire resistance. Oh, okay. It really sucks for the water elemental where he's just like, I'm, I'm swimming around with water dolphins and then suddenly pops up. Oh God, what's going on? Punch this guy. Okay, why is there fire? It's also weird because they have an ability called drench where he can put, he can attempt to dispel the fire. Yeah. But fire hurts him. I don't know. Well, I mean, he's not protected. It's still evaporating him as it's blazing, as it's hitting him with all this heat, but he can also use the water to like smother the flames. True. He can move next turn and then he'll be far away. That's true. Bit. So from Hollis's whole weird turn, <laughs> Masika is stunned. Yep. Yeah, Masika stunned. Uh, Lady Sophronia has a target right here. So Sophronia slides to the side, nodding towards Citra, which triggers Citra's ready to action. Yeah. Yay. Um, I rolled a 15, which gets me a 31, which is a threat. A 31 
hits as you feel physical resistance yeah. diving to the attack. That is a threat. Roll to confirm. Do Get em. it. Get him. Get him, Citra. <laughs> I rolled a 17, which gives me a 33. <laughs> nice. A 33 will confirm your critical hit, nice. your critical sneak attack as you dive forward as it turns its attention to, you're going to guess what it views as the bigger threat being the paladin. She's got the big fancy weapon, which is probably still gonna... I mean, it's up. literally glowing like a torch now, so... Yeah. <laughs> hey, this is very fiery and Serenray-like. It's true. All right. So that is 34 points of damage. Nice. You plunge your blade into this thing. It is looking rough, but still going. Uh, I would like to, because the spellcasters are nearby, I am going to um, disorient it so it can't hit as well. Okay. So minus two attack against them, minus six, six. against you. Yeah. So you ram your blade spinning it around. The thing screeches horribly, blood flying in every direction and black feathers exploding off its back as you tear into its wing. Lady Siphonia still has the rest of her turn though and yep. uh, starts swinging. Uh, first one would hit, but instead pops an image. That second one would also hit, but instead pops an image. Hit. <laughs> and that third one would not hit, but misses by five or less and pops an image. Boy, howdy. So my opportunist does not go off. No. Pop, pop, pop. Nope, sadly. My opportunist goes off. I pop an image. <laughs> I mean, it'd help. From Sophronia, we go to the rocks. Situation's constantly evolving. Yep. <laughs> One of them says contemplatively to himself. Uh, yeah, what the heck. So the first one will roll his percentile dice. After that, I'll see if he has to roll a check to try to get through this uh, protection field as he tries to summon. Oh, boy. Rude. A 32 will not succeed, however. Yay. So it's basically, a hard collect check. calls to the abyss, and then, uh, unfortunately, his buddy just puts him to voicemail. Oh, this guy's always asking me to do weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I get it. We're demons, but I don't want to join a cult. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I want a cult about me. <laughs> the other one will alright Jess do me a favor mm -hmm. he gets a 30 on his knowledge of the planes to identify this water elemental it's a CR 5 creature okay yeah so I was gonna say he's CR 9 so it's not a big threat to him doesn't know about that his buddy teleported into the center of that room but then he started screeching wildly yeah <laughs> yeah he's gonna provoke an attack of opportunity from the water elemental yay I try to hit him Okay, a 15 plus 8 is a 23. A 23 will hit his target as he lashes out with a fist of water and foam. I mean, we'll see if he can any even do damage to this guy. But he has a minus 4 in his damage, too. Uh, he ah, does bummer. 6 points of damage as he uh, whacks him. Oh, nothing. Yeah. yeah, unfortunately it doesn't do much other than kind of keep him occupied for a second. He knows that Sudi was stunned before he left. Yeah, but stunned Sudi doesn't drop his weapons because his hands don't fall off. I am. <laughs> Ooh, through the fire. So, yeah, he passes through the wall of fire. Go ahead and roll your fire damage. Uh, Sudi, you recover from your stun pretty much to look up in time to see this frog's like leaps dramatically, wings spread as it dives through the wall of fire. Uh, like a winged version of Scar. Ouch, that, that does still hurt him though. As he leaps inside, he'll go ahead and take a swipe at 
Mm. Alright, it's pretty much all the same. He'll swipe at Sudi. Closest target. Actually, no, he's going to swipe at Sophronia with a... That might, that's a 31, which will hit. So it's 14 points of damage, which is 7 points of damage. 120 to go. From that Vrock, we go to the one that kind of teleported in here. He'll use a free action to go ahead and shake off his dander here. So uh, that's going to be... So Citra is already infested. So instead, it's going to be Masika and Hollis. Gross. Fortitude save? No. No, save. no save. You just take five points of damage each. Rude. Super gross. At least Sophronia has the removed disease mercy because I don't have a removed disease memorized. Well, oh, we, we can, can also, I can also sprinkle you with holy water. Well, then... Uh, yeah, that hit really hurt. It's going to turn its attention fully on Citra because it also doesn't have anywhere it can step away. So yeah, full out attack. Citra, go ahead and let me know which ones of these hit. Uh, that's a perfect 20, so that's automatically going to hit. Boo. I'll confirm that in a second. Follows that up with a 18. No. 23. No. 17. No. That's a natural one. No. So hit with that first one. Threat gets a 31 to confirm. It confirms. So it does manage a critical as it launches one claw back at you. You then manage to, oh, sorry, minus six for that. So that's oh. a 25 to confirm. No. Okay, hey. so penalty <laughs> confirm. Yay. Because the penalty does a, god, and I roll uh, minimum damage. That's seven points of damage as the claw <laughs> slices out at you. He's still disoriented. Reconsiders his choice to not teleport out. <laughs> From there we go to... Citra Nahumra. She glares and... Takes one point of damage. She glares. (laughs) Feeling the sting of its stupid dander. And then uh, I'm going to do my two attacks at least that I have. Okay. Uh, I roll a 16, which gets me a 32, which is a threat. Nice. A 32 might hit. Let me see which one you're swinging at. Oh, yeah, that's right. Still got images. We'll pop one of its images. How many images does it have? There's now only it and one more. Oh, okay. Uh, I roll an 18 for a 30, which is a threat. (laughs) A 30 will pop one of its images. Yeah. It's all alone now. But unfortunately, I think Citra's out of attacks. Yep. Because I only have my one Kukri. Sudi Kantar, you've recovered. But not Sudi. All right, here uh, we go. As a side note, just for uh, Jessica's edification, Hollis would be aware that they can do that stunning screech once per hour. Okay. Oh, so we don't and have to all three that. of them have screamed now. Yeah. Good. All right. Uh, Sudi is going to flurry of blows, the one that is literally surrounded by the party. All right. Uh, is Hollis armed? Mm-mm. I don't no. think so. <laughs> okay. So Hollis Sadly. is not. I had to pull yeah, my Hollis gem. Hollis is not threatening. I rolled a five for a 21. A 21 will not strike your target. Sad. To be fair, I don't think Hollis wants to be spending this much time on the front line no. as she has in this dungeon so far. <laughs> no. Yep. But I roll a perfect 20. There Yay. we go. Yay. Take that. Perfect person. 21. I'm actually hit. Threat. Roll to confirm. That is a 15 for a 31 to confirm. 31 will confirm your critical hit as ah. Sudi launches forward, brings up his knee, and slams it into this thing's face. Uh, 28 points of damage. You crack your knee into the side of this thing's head as there's a resounding snap and it falls to the ground. Oh, I was really trying to do the opportunity, like set it up for an opportunist strike. <laughs> nope. Bummer. Nope. It's just dead. Disappointment. Uh, so I will then take my last attack. I'm going to try to uh, trip this last guy. Um, I do have improved trip. 
So let's try that and see what happens. All right. Because uh, that would let Citra get some hits in. Yeah. Do you have improved trip and improved repositioned? Yes, I do. Wow. That's for the next tier of pummeling style. Um, that you ah, I see. Yeah, you need both of those to then qualify for the next bit of pummeling style. This is, it's so, unique for people to take the improved combat maneuver feats. Um, okay, so I roll a 12 for a 26. A 26? A 26 will fell by one. God, that I was even rooting for you. <laughs> I really thought I was going to pull that off. Uh, all right. Well, it was worth a shot. We're doing a lot of the fail on ones or right on the nose thing. In I this know. It's very, yeah. it's very frustrating. All right. Well, eh, it didn't work, but it would have been really cool if it did. Would have been cool. Been. Uh, you have five foot step left if you'd like to take it or anything um, else. But... I'm pretty good. I mean, if you want to take a five foot step over and then Citra could take a five oh, foot step Oh no, in. actually that's a good point because if I, if I go like on the corner to it and then Sophronia and you both take diagonal yeah. steps then you'd be flanking. Well, well, well. Yeah, okay, good plan. Do that. Yeah. I'll start with her. First of all, my little elemental buddy is gonna move 20 feet toward this rock, I suppose. So he does He does get exactly close enough. He will take damage from the wall on my turn, which is, this is my turn. Uh, then he's going to okay. punch this guy. He's going to power attack because, you know, <laughs> why not? Because uh, yeah. if he doesn't hit, he uh, won't do anything. Or if he does hit without it, he won't do anything anyway. Okay. All right, Mr. Guy. He rolls an 18. He's oh, hey. like hyped. Uh, 18 plus 8. He's a very swole water man. Minus 3. So 18 <laughs> plus 5. Mr. Bubbles. Is 23. <laughs> 23 to hit this guy? A 23 will potentially hit. This one still has 6 more images. Ah, oh. Rude. So, let's see. This so one hasn't images. been... Uh, yeah, the I think one... I think this one is otherwise... It was hit once by Masika's fire attack, and then... Citra rolled a natural one and yep. missed it, and it has been otherwise uninjured. Mm. Uh, uh, one of its lovely. images does pop, however, as the thing lashes out at it. Sad. He then takes six points of fire damage from uh, the wall. And then Ow. Hollis, the one that's in here with us, still has images, right? No, it's been uh, popped. No. All of his. Nope. All the there. water elemental popped his last image the turn before. I love the water elemental. <laughs> <laughs> I'm naming it Mr. Bubbles. I oh, okay. uh, second Mr. Bubbles. Very well. His actual name Bubbles is makes me think of Bioshock. Walter. But Mr. Mr. Bubbles. Mr. Walter Bubbles. Walter Bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ranged attack. Okay. Hollis puts out her hand with her ram ring on it. And uh, <laughs> aims up above her friends and like... Activates her ring. Uh, it's treated as a ranged attack, so I guess I take the penalty for firing into melee. All right. Oh, yep. Man. So you're gonna take a minus four for firing into melee. <laughs> to try to for... to try to shove him back in the fire. And he will be subject to a bull rush uh, because he is within thirty feet of me if it hits. So. All right. First damage. First hitting. Uh, okay. So I roll an eleven. Twenty-one. A 21 will sadly just miss your target Aww. as you lash out, glancing off of this thing. Probably a little surprised as a, uh, a ram heads appears out of nowhere and nearly slams into it as you punch your fist. I can do that a little more. It's true. All right. It's one of those cool, like, really, uh, I can't remember what they're called. 
the North African like rams that have like the ridiculous oh, the curly oh, horns yeah. that spiral oh, around yeah. their heads. I love it, <laughs> but that does use one of my charges, so I'm sad. Oh well. From Hollis, we go to Masika of the Beckon. Oh my God, I get to do something. <laughs> do the thing, Masika. Masika can't really do much, to be 100% perfectly honest. Oh, you mean you don't have a Pick ring of the ram, mace. so you can try to eat this guy back into the fire? <laughs> no, no, I, I was going to try to eat him. It did not work. <laughs> Masika will pick up her mace so she can at least flank if the other one decides to come through the fire and kind of shake her head. All right. You're using a move action to retrieve a dropped weapon. Uh, within 10 feet of this monster, it will take its attack of opportunity if you choose to do so. Yeah, I need to. I mean, could you five foot step back and then reach for it? Yes. Oh, okay, then I'll do you can that. Pick, you can pick up something from another square yeah, adjacent Yeah, do that. Square. We don't so, need you to get knocked. Yeah, I'll take a five foot step back next to Hollis and pick up the mace. All right. So all, all, all my spells are lightning. Do you know Bless? No. Nah. <laughs> I itch. <laughs> <laughs> so does Wasika. No, that does remind me. I do need to do that damage for you guys. So oh, that's, dang uh, damage. Two points for Hollis, four points for Masika. I don't love it. Yeah, yeah, I got nothing. I guess I will ready if the other one comes up to try to hit it with my mace. I don't know. Well, it wouldn't do any damage to this guy anyway. Yeah. That so brings us to Sophronia, who attacks. Uh, first one's a 19, so that makes an adjusted 39, which is a hit <laughs> threat. Uh, 26 to confirm, which will confirm. Nice. Uh, we would be in so much trouble if she wasn't with us. I'm just saying that. Right. There's a reason they gave us her. <laughs> they knew what shenanigans were coming up. Right. <laughs> For 29 points of damage with her first swing as she nice. leaps forward, flies into the air, and lops the thing's head off. Nice. nice. She then... Um, she knows the other one was off to the side. So she's going to move adjacent to Hollis, positioning herself between Hollis and the wall of fire where the thing disappeared from earlier. I can try to get that water elemental to get rid of this wall of fire in a second. It might just simply teleport within the ring of fire here. It might. We'll see. From there, we go to the frog. I have no idea what the frog does. Uh, actually, I will allow perception roll from uh, the party. Can the elemental make one? Uh, no, it's clearly in front of it, so it oh, just succeeds. Okay. Um, I get a 9 for a 21. I roll a 9 for a 31. Sika rolls a 19 for a 28. Roll a 10 for a 28. Okay. Citra, you have no idea what's going on. Sudi, you do hear a almost a foosh sound just barely over the sound of the fire and the crackling around you. Like something moving quickly or displaced air. I don't know, but it sounded like it... Uh... It did that thing where it moves instantly hey, between places. Any of y'all speak Aquin? No. <laughs> oh, well, because no. you could ask the elemental. Like, I, like, I at, do. What, like Hi, at what point hello. do you think Masika that Sudi raise, knows? Uh, Masika raises her hand. You can talk yes, to the elemental. He might know. She's part water. <laughs> well, I think she's I part mean, also understand Aquin. I don't have a curse to see. It's just armor. I'm in a bag. Hey, uh, Masika will switch to Aquin. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, hey, friend, outside the fire. Uh, well, real quick before you do that, Citra, are you doing anything? Sudi, are you doing th anything? Hollis, are you doing anything else? Citra is um, readying that if the rock yeah. comes near her, she will step, step. I was going to uh, have the elemental try to put out the, the wall of fire. 
Sudi's gonna ask okay. how to get rid of these like weird vines growing out of you guys. Bliss Bell or Holy Water? Oh, hey, I have that. So Citra would take three points of damage first. Sudi, you can retrieve your uh, Holy Water. Do you have a Hate Have for a sec? Uh, yes, in fact, I do. As so... move Actually, just to answer this real quick, I had somebody ask me a question on, I can't remember, it might've been on the Discord that was asking about the fact that I had uh, the, I, I basically shorthand it to say that it's a four round action to retrieve a stored item. And the reason that I do that, it is technically a move action to re retrieve a stored item, but if it's stored in a backpack, it's a move action to remove the backpack and a move action to retrieve it. So I always say four-round action, it's technically two move actions. They qualify that a lot better in second edition, where it's an action to remove it and an action to retrieve it, and then you still have a third action. Mm. But handy haversacks, I simply say, since you don't actually have to look through a bag, you just stick your hand in the side pouch. And, and it there comes it is. to you. Mm -hmm. And it comes to you. Yes. So that's why it's a yeah. move action for handy haversacks, and I say a full round, even though it's only two move actions to retrieve it from a backpack. It's debatable. It's a little bit of a home rule, but it's how I've always run it. Anyway, Sudi can retrieve that as a move action. Yeah, Sudi will retrieve it. Um, not not understanding how much like this thing works or anything, he will take it, move five feet towards Citra, and like sprinkle it all over her. All right. Nice. Yeah, as it kind of washes down over Citra, it's that uh, the water from the Holy Grail in Indiana Jones when you know pours it on <laughs> Sean Connery and then like the blood washes away and then suddenly there's not a wound. It's kind of the same thing that nice. as it pours over, the plant life just kind of falls off. Oh, that's such a leaf. Thank you. No worries. Hollis looks annoyed as she takes four points of damage as these continue no, to grow. I don't know how this works. She's been infected longest. That's how that's how Sudi sees it. Citrus the closest to becoming a plant monster. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, do you have an action that you want to take, Hollis? Uh, Hollis herself? No, I'm just gonna have the water elemental uh, try Can to... that kill the elemental before I can talk to it? No, it shouldn't. Okay. He can. It essentially gets like dispel magic, but oh, for okay. water magic things. Okay. So yeah, go ahead and make its dispel check. Yep. And so it's caster level equal to its HD, which is eight. It's an eight d ten plus twenty four creature. So so 1d20 plus 8 against a dc of 11 plus hollis's caster level which i believe would be a dc 22 mm -hmm. all right so you need a 14 i think uh he rolls a five <laughs> never mind so he's sad Hollis uh, sees then, like little water splashing and she's like oh honey i'm way too powerful for that <laughs> if he, uh, you know he's trying if, if he doesn't see anything he's probably just gonna move away from the fire well technically he follows whatever orders you want so i mean hollis could shout out to continue to attack if he sees it well i mean get away from the fire if you can't see it okay yeah i mean you could shout for it to keep attacking or get away from the fire if you can't see it yep so it tries it only has a 20 foot movement speed all right so it'll still take a d four of fire damage from there. It takes freaking max damage. Aww. <laughs> He's doing okay, though. He's oh, okay. it's like curses. I'm so powerful. I know. <laughs> Masika will switch to Aqua, and I think it's her turn next, isn't it? Yes. Uh, hey, uh, wa water elemental friend. Yes? <laughs> where, <laughs> uh, where, where did the Vrock go? I... Don't think I have spellcraft. Oh, well, <laughs> uh, no, but he does have knowledge of the planes. <laughs> oh, he's just gone. Oh, he, he's just gone, huh? Yep. What's your name? I'm Masika. I'm Walter. 
Nice. Tell him I'm Hollis. Balter Bubbles. <laughs> it's officially canon. So uh, the Vrock probably teleported away because he's just gone, and the elemental's name is, is Walter Bubbles. That's amazing. I like well, it. Well, it's, 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 it's spelled with a W, but it's pronounced like a V. Oh, Walter. Walter. It's Walter Bubbles. That's oh. all right. You're full. I love this. <laughs> She speaks awkward with you, accent. You're Tell him I'm sorry for burning him and bringing him into a desert and whatnot. Oh, I, I do want to mention to um, whoever summoned me in there that I could have double moved and been out of the fire range. You have to spell magic. Is that not? Oh, that's, that's good. I suppose that is an action. That's a good point. Is this spell dismissible? This is rather uncomfortable. Nope, it sure ain't. That's why I was oh. like, well. Oh, Maybe. well. Sorry. How long is Walter here for, Hollis? Uh, oh, he will be here for eight more rounds. I'm tracking it. Because it's a caster <laughs> How level. How much damage is he taking while he's doing that? It's a caster uh, level. I assume, I assume like the nine. following round, he kind of ducks Shuffles a little bit further away. away. Yeah, he's going to shuffle uh, as far away as he can get, which I M- think is... Does he have to touch the fire to dispel it? Oh, nope. He does have to touch it. He has to touch it. Unacceptable. Uh, am I going back in? Uh, try to get rid of I'm this going wall, back in. and then it'll stop hurting you. Vasika would thank Walter for all of his help and hopes that when he goes home, he has a nice day. <laughs> well, I, want, I want him to get rid of this wall so he stops being burned. Well, first off, do you guys have any more holy waters? I Yeah, I have two more. Okay. Masika, you take another one point of damage. I'm going to assume that you're going to give it to Hollis first. Yeah, I am. All right. So Masika, you're going to take another five points of damage before Sudi can drench both Hollis and Masika. Just go ahead and roll to see, I guess, how many uh, rounds it might take him to dispel this for you. Oh, he got a perfect 20 on the second time. So the next round he takes damage. So, and he's closer. It's 2d4. So he takes seven more damage. And then the next round he rolls a nat 20 for a 28. Yep. So, so the wall spells. finally collapses, giant water elemental, this wave of water just formed up with a very kindly looking face, you know, just drenched in water. Masika waves happily. Vaguely man-shaped. <laughs> I you know what this is? This, are, this is those uh, invisible stalkers all over again. <laughs> from <laughs> water elementals, yes. All the elementals are nice. All <laughs> elementals talk like this. <laughs> That's my, just Rick's default. <laughs> my name is Walter. It's nice to meet all of you. Masika translates. <laughs> I'm happy to talk with you for the next, I think, 24 seconds. <laughs> I guess we ask him how uh, how the water elemental yeah, plane is. Yeah, how is the water it's elemental very plane wet. these days? <laughs> very wet. Very pleasantly wet, in fact. Before I go, uh, we're, we're very polite on the water elemental plane, so if you ever want to come and visit, I have a wonderful coral reef that I swim around with uh, various water dolphins. They're like normal dolphins here, but they don't breathe, so they can stay underwater. There's then a ploop sound as it just disappears. Hollis <laughs> <laughs> takes notes. Masika <laughs> looks sad. I miss Walter. I I'm glad I broke that stone. <laughs> oh, did something cool happen? I miss you because I'm in the back. Oh, 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 Sorry. I suppose you kind of glance around the the burned remnants of this room with no sign of uh, 
of rock or anything else in sight. So I, I bet you he went and told his Glabrazoo friend that we're here. And most Probably. likely, which means we have to assume they're going to be prepared for us. I mean, that or he decided, like, F this and left. Falter wasn't Both sure, just said he was gone. Yeah, that would not be an uncommon response for selfish creatures from the abyss. Yeah. True. Hmm. Well, that was wild. Is there anything else in this room other than nasty spores and vines? Uh, you can look through the room if you so wish, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Carefully. I'll let Narmer out of the bag. I'm free! <laughs> uh, searching the room, you find the following. There are Stop. four suits of armor here. They are ruined beyond repair. Boo. The two other suits of armor, however, are still intact. Uh, what do you get taking 10 on a spellcraft? Uh, 32. Okay. This is parade armor. Which means cool. it is highly decorative. Citra, I think you need this. It's real fancy. I want a mithril. Mm, I guess. It is light armor. It allows an armor class bonus of plus three, a maximum dexterity bonus of plus five. Mm. Armor check penalty of one of minus one. In this case, these are two sets of parade armor plated with gold and inlaid with bejeweled lotus flowers. Ooh. Wow. Pretty. Cool. In both of these cases, they are plus one poison resistance armor. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Cool. Says the wizard who doesn't wear armor. <laughs> cool. That'll be worth something anyway. I mean, yeah. There's also another set of armor here. Hmm. This, in this case, is ceremonial armor, oh, which is made of gold-trimmed white linen with a heavy torque set with lapis lazuli. <gasps> cool. Ceremonial armor is light armor. It's a maximum armor bonus of plus one, but there is no maximum dexterity bonus. Wow. Mm, cool. As an interesting side note, there is also no arcane spell failure rate for it. I put it on immediately. Ooh. Uh, there you go. <laughs> oh, this uh, is well, armor. To, to point out something, do you have bracers of armor? No, I don't have that. I think you she just. Bra- <laughs> what I in think, the I think Hollis just casts mage armor every day. Yeah. yeah, I cast mage armor every day. I have a ring of protection and I have. Because yeah. um, bracers of armor aren't better than mage armor until you have a plus five set of bracers of armor. Yeah. No, you so, should yeah. probably clean that first. However, this is a plus two ah! silken ceremonial armor, which means that it gives, does give you a plus three armor bonus. Hey, there you go. So what? if your mage With armor no is not check. in, it is light armor, so uh, you are not proficient. However, not being proficient means nothing if there's not an armor check penalty, because that's what you take the proficiency penalty on. Yay! Uh, it's used in ceremonial displays. Occasionally worn, albeit with no additional benefit, over heavier armor, these robes consist of several layers of cloth and an outer layer of silk. Uh, again, in this case, you have this, I suppose Hollis just kind of throws off uh, you she know, just gets naked, outer... she doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> no. She keeps the cowboy hat, though. Keeps the cowboy oh, well, hat. Sure, yeah, yes, that exactly. Well, to put it over my head, I might have to take the hat off. But yeah, it's a, it's a traditional Assyrian garb of uh, white linen with uh, the gold trim and this heavy torque of the lapis lazuli. The lapis lazuli is formed into like this almost parade of scarabs that circles around. Cool. Cool. It will not stack with my mage armor anyway, but I can enchant it Correct. additionally. So that's You cool. can additionally yes. enchant it. Yeah. Or you can turn to Masika, who I think has craft arms and armor. Do I'm still finishing up my celestial armor. Um, I, I'm still working on the fly ability on it, but. In addition to this, each of the eight helmets in this room are ceremonial helmets. They are worth 350 gold pieces each. Wow. And enchanting that armor is going to be way cheaper than buying bracers of armor. So, yeah. All us Anyone that wins. wishes to may make me an appraise check. I will do it. I'll do it even though I've got no ranks in it. Uh, I roll an 18 for a 29. I roll a 4. 
Masika rolls a seven, which gets her a 17. I rolled a 19 for a 27. Nice. <laughs> so I suppose uh, Citra takes a look at it from an artistic perspective. Hollis takes a look over it from a archaeological perspective. You can tell that these helmets, uh, again, these are ceremonial helmets. They're worth a great deal more than they would be just for their base elements. In addition to that, the helmets melted face places were deliberately crafted that way, likely in honor of a rush Ah. Oh. oh. Hollis puts her duster on top of her weird Osirian armor. <laughs> <laughs> and she still has her cowboy boots on. Masika kind of quirks an eyebrow, but, you know, okay, whatever It is what about. it is. It is what it is. I mean, it's weird, but it kind of works. I have no idea if this would really work. Fan art, please. Somebody <laughs> tell me if this works. <laughs> A little culture clash there. But, yeah, I suppose uh, you turn and make your way from here. You know what's white goes with my black and white aesthetic? Well... As long I guess as it protects you. I guess we should go just go to the next door. What was the one technically is this west down here? I'm That's so the female uh, headdress. Which one, one is oh west if we were just going like counterclockwise? Yeah. In that octagon room? Uh-huh. Yeah. That'd be yeah. west. Oh wait, yeah. uh should we heal up anybody real hurt? So I'm down. Probably yeah. Um so, uh, we twenty. Miss Masika doesn't have a lot of healing left, so we should probably dip into the med kit or use the wand for in between so I can save what spells I have for in case of emergency combat healing. <laughs> good point. That's a good point. Yeah. I'm only in down. Cur- in case 18. of emergency, shake cleric. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I suppose you step back out into the hallway, chug down a quick couple potions. Mm-hmm. Yep. Making your way over towards the door. Again, it's got the the blank-faced woman with the ceremonial headdress. Since you're glancing it over, you don't see any danger. It doesn't look trapped. All right. Masika readies to cast Banishment, but there's a Glabrazio on the other side of this door. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sudi, you reach out towards the door. Begin to press it open. Immediately as you push on it, you feel this tingling in your whiskers. Uh Uh-oh. Like this charged air, and immediately you smell this scent of summer storm. Uh-oh. As the door slides open, this sizzling sound of lightning comes to you, almost deafening in your ears. And as the door slides open fully, you can see that a short corridor beyond extends up to a crackling sheet of lightning that blocks the end of this hallway entirely. Huh. What? And we'll pick it up here next time. What? Ba-da, da, da, I was just like, what? let me think about my spell. What is that? <laughs> I was like, I do have resist synergy, so here you go. See, you run this through. This may be one of those. Let's clear the other, the other door first. Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Mommy's Mask is copyright 2014. Mummy's Mask and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.